You're listening to Hump Day News and Rumors on Mousecapades Radio. Get ready for something majestic. The following is an original production of the Mousecapades Radio Network. the Mousecapade Studios. Here are your hosts. Happy Hump Day, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki, and I'm here with Gina and Matt. We hope that you're all staying safe, happy, and healthy. This is episode 898, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades and More podcast. All of us on the podcast are travel agents. If you're looking to book a trip, we would be glad to help you. Just text Vicki, Matt, or myself, Gina, at 636-373-4497, and we'll be happy to get with you to sign a magical vacation. A small refundable deposit of $200 will hold your resort and ticket package, so contact us today. So we've been talking all about the fact that Tiana's Bayou Adventure is plugging along a lot faster. I know we talked about that last week because it's incredibly it's moving incredibly faster than when they did Tron or Guardians of the Galaxy and they really only announced that Splash Mountain was closing two years ago Um, and I know we were sad some people were angry we've been through all those emotions I'm not saying that some of us will ever be not sad that it's not there anymore but we, we you know you guys know this situation but we noticed that Disney World and Disneyland websites now say Instead of late 2024, they just say coming in 2024. And then this week, a guest spotted Tiana's Bayou Adventure popcorn buckets in the parks. Mm. And so they were like, hmm, does that mean that it's going to open up? And I do know that they've debuted at least two or three rides at Memorial Day weekend. And I'm not saying that it'll be that soon, but it could be. We just don't know. That would be awesome. Wait, is Memorial Day weekend? The, it's the early one, right? Yeah, May. Abby was wondering. She's like, do you think it'll be open when we go to Disneyland? I'm like, I don't know about that. <laughs> I was just going to say, since they're not changing the track, they're changing the other stuff. I think that's why it's so it's been so much faster than those others, because those others, they built from the ground up. And this one, the shell was there, you know, right. so they just had to change the theming. It's all aesthetics. Right. So that's probably why. Did you see though where uh, they are going to have a beignet kiosk? Yeah, don't give it away. It's in our news. I'm so excited. It's like my favorite thing. <laughs> so um, they also released the height restriction and it's going to remain the same since, you know, it is the same track as Flash Mountain. 40 inches or taller and you can ride Tiana. So. Okay, my question is, is are we going to get wet on it? Because I didn't ride Splash Mountain because I don't like to give it wet. Oh, I'm pretty sure you're going to get wet. It's super hit or miss. You know, like sometimes you get wet, sometimes you don't. Depends where you sit. It depends how much weight's in the log. I was saying, I remember when my kids rode it, they got soaked and that water stank so bad. They smelled the rest of the day. Yeah, I've never gotten, I've gotten more wet on Pirates than I have on Splash Mountain. Really? Yeah, I'm bummed that they're not doing anything with the logs. Like, they're not touching the logs. They're not, like, redoing the foam or nothing. Hmm. But, uh, I mean, I would not be surprised if this opened early because all the animatronics are done. I don't know if you guys saw any of that stuff released. Yes. Yeah, hurry up. Fingers crossed for April. (laughs) April or May. 
I honestly think though, Matt, the reason it was taking so long, I think they were doing all that stuff. The animatronics. I think they were working on all of that. Yeah. Could be. That was smart. Then they still had people, they had a ride open for people, but they were preparing those because they're telling us a lot more faster than anything that we've had in the last five years. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anything's going to be fast after the Tron. (laughs) Man, that thing took forever. Five years. It was awful. Longer than building the whole Magic Kingdom. Yeah. It's crazy. It is. So ruining the magic is something that makes us sad. Um, Disney has plenty of coverage that shows behind the scenes without revealing the magic for everyone. They do a great job of showing us the concepts and giving us a few things without actually giving up the Imagineer secrets. So recently, there are some TikTok users that are trying to ruin the magic for everyone. Imagine that. (laughs) I am shocked. Shocked. There is a difference between pulling the curtain back a little and actually telling us all of the details that Disney has used. Walt himself did a video on Carousel of Progress Unmasked, which is wonderful to watch. However, <clears throat> these TikTok users are going far beyond sharing a little. True Disney fans love to hear about how the rides and attractions and the cruise ships are created, but we want to keep some of the details quiet so it remains magical for us. Recently, some media sources are calling out these TikTokers that are trying to take this away from us Dis nerds. We don't want to see all the nitty gritty, so we cautioned you when you are on TikTok or any social media form. You may find out more than you're actually wanting to know. Yeah, those people that do that are just little brats. I know. Yeah. drives me crazy. I usually, if I see them, then I'll go, I'll watch it for a little bit, and then I'll be like, okay, nope, I'm not watching it. (laughs) This is the kind of stuff that Brad's like, social media is going to be the death of this country. It already is. Yes, it is. It already is. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, why why ruin it? I don't even get that mentality. You're just a brat. I have a lot more choice words I would like to use. Yes. It's a family show. Yes, I know. I know. Yeah. All, all of us that are that. Well, not all of us, because we don't complain about it. But, you know, the people that complain about, oh, the Disney magic is gone. That's why. That yeah. is why the Disney magic is gone is because you are taking it away from everybody else. So stop. Stop the madness. Stop the madness. What would someone think of the children? <laughs> All right. Or us Disney adults. Think <laughs> about Disney adults. <laughs> think about us too, please, maybe. <laughs> Don't have to. <laughs> so the Country Bears Jamboree wasn't really an attraction in the 2000s. I guess made sure they visited unless you were Vicky's family. But this week... <laughs> Original Country Bears played for its final time. Disney fans came out in droves to have one more chance to hear Liverlips McGraw, as it seems he is on the chopping block. R.I.P. Liverlips. Unfortunately, some of the night shows on Friday, January 26th had to be canceled because of the technical technical difficulties with the animatronics, hence this major refurb. We can imagine that Disney hasn't been repairing this attraction because they know it is going to get a refurb. Some guests and even media influencers didn't get to see the show one last time. Never fear, YouTube has a ton of last-minute last minute videos to watch. There's tons of them. Probably for the first time since the 70s and the 80s, the show had a line waiting to get a glimpse of these crazy bears. Country bears aren't going anywhere, but the original show will be heavily modified and updated to account for modern-day audiences. Disney is changing the songs, 
as some of them are offensive to some people. The new songs will be like uh, the new songs will be Disney songs, but they will be using different genres like country, bluegrass, pop, etc. New Country Bears, along with Tiana's Bayou Adventure, are going to really change a frontier land that many of us know now. No word on when Country Bears will be officially reopened, but as always, we will be staying on top of that. Country Bears is always one of my favorites. We do it every time. Yeah, I couldn't tell you the last time I saw it. And people are losing their, losing their cookies over us. And it's like, well, you're not a true fan. You're a fair weather fan. It's like, oh, now it's closing. So y'all show up like now. Did you see the pictures of the people waiting to get in yes. for the last couple shows? That was yep. insane. I'm like, okay, that's always been a walk in for me. <laughs> if it was always like that, then they wouldn't touch it. Right. Right. You know. Yeah, I am sad because... Kaylee didn't realize, or I guess it was Joey that was that he thought they were updating the songs. He didn't know they were taking them out. I mean, I, I can see the reason why, because like, not that I'm complaining because my kids are just now at the age where they get the songs, mm-hmm. you know, right. but when they were little, it just went right over their head. Right. They didn't this day and age, younger and younger kids know about these things. Yeah, we know. And my daughter said she's still convinced that the bear that comes out of the ceiling was modeled after Dolly Parton. <laughs> I think so. I think she's right. I absolutely think she's right. Well, maybe of the 70s and 80s because um, she's far skinnier than that bear now. <laughs> but I did not realize that liver lips was a negative, had a negative con- connotation. But again, I, I live in a naive world, I guess. No, you don't live in a naive world. You're living in a world where peace, people are getting easily and more offended. offended. Yes. You live and, in, in a normal, loving person's world. Everyone else is messed up. <laughs> right. Yeah. It wasn't until I was reading some comments when I was going over all this stuff and some lady told me that it was offensive to people. And I was like, what? So then I looked it up and I'm like, oh my gosh, people, this is a far stretch. It's getting ridiculous. I I mean, like back in the seventies and eighties, nobody cared. It wasn't offensive. It was funny. And now everything's offensive. Yep. For sure. Okay. Let's not be negative. Okay. Okay, Let's try not to. Podcast. (laughs) <laughs> so this past Thursday during a meeting, a hunt, and this is sad, so I'm sorry, this is a negative one, but 150 shop Disney employees found out that they were going to be laid off on March the 24th, 2024. Now, these cast members were the ones that supported shop Disney D23 guest services and Disney parks, merchandise and guest services. It seems apparent that the decision is primarily a cost-saving measure with their positions being handed over to Transcom, a Swedish outsourcing company providing customer service, sales, technical support, and more. Several entertainment and media groups are seeing layoffs in early 2024. A report from Reuters claims that Pixar Animation Studios will be among those who cut staff. Pixar, based in Emeryville, California, reportedly hired new employees for a streaming series, likely win or lose. But now that production is complete, they are overstaffed. So in early 2023, we know that Walt Disney Company completed three rounds of layoffs that cut $5.5 billion in costs. About 7,000 employees were laid off over three months' time. And uh, we don't know exactly, I guess 150 is what they're saying they've only had to cut so far for this year. But I still think it's sad news, and I'm going to be praying for those people. I hate how they're shipping it overseas. Okay, I, I mean, keep it in our country. I mean, yeah. I'm not trying to be negative. I'm really not, but not there's negative. so many there's so many people here that need jobs. And 
I understand that it's outsourcing it is cheaper. Believe me, my day job is like that. They were, um, they hired a company from um, India to do our emergency medicine coding. And guess what? They messed it up. Guess who had to fix it? We did. You guys, yeah. You still had to pay us to do it because they paid us overtime. So why would you spend the money to outsource it, but then you're going to end up paying us anyway? Makes no sense. I don't know. All right, let's try to go. This is good stuff. Yeah, this is good for me because maybe maybe Vicky can grab me one while she's there. Well, <laughs> if you let me take your phone with your pass on it. <laughs> okay, I'll ship it to you. Uh, new annual pass holder magnets are going to be available very soon at the Creation Shop in Epcot. Disney had been teasing us, trying to get us to guess who will be the new featured character on the magnet by dropping hints. Well, this week... The cat was let out of the bag. Hey, hey, from Moana is going to be the latest character added to an AP magnet. He is surrounded by mint green Disney D. And like the other magnet says, Walt Disney World annual pass holder. It becomes available while supplies last this past Monday, um, January 29th. And it will be at the creation shops until February 23rd. So if you're going to be at Epcot during that time, like Vicky... Be sure to stop by, show them your annual pass, and get this adorable magnet to display in your home or on your vehicle. Yeah, Kaylee came running out of her room. Oh my gosh, did you say this? It's going to be while we're there. <laughs> well, and it, isn't it only one per household? It's one per pass holder. Is it? Mm-hmm. They only sent one to our house when we bought our things, which Kaylee was like, what? I got two. Oh, did you? Don't yeah. tell her. I got two Mickeys, and then when we were at, uh, when we were there in October, I got Oswald. Oh, yeah, we have Oswald, too. I got Figment in June, that's right. But, yeah, anyway, and then when we were there in December, we didn't know there was anything, and they were giving away Wish uh, replica of painted hmm. portraits from Wish. Wow. We just saw the long line, and we were like what is this for? And they're like, pass holders. I'm like, well, we're pass holders. And she's like, oh, well, then get in line. You, you're going to get this um, print. That's cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I just wanted to pass, be a pass holder. It'd be nice. Yeah. I'm I'm debating whether I'm going to renew mine or not. I'm still on the fence. I'm on the fence. Just because I don't think I'm going to go next year. It's a big chunk of change. All right, here's some more negativeness. It seems that it's a small world. It's quite a lot of negative feedback which a lot of us understand. In Disney World, we had a family get out of the boat. In Disney in Anaheim, a man got out of the boat there, stripped down, jacked up on drugs, and walked around naked through the attraction until he was arrested. Recently, in Disneyland Paris, a woman and her four children were on the It's a Small World ride. The ride got stuck for an hour, and the mom was afraid that she was going to miss a bus, so she took her shoes and socks off, put them on the side of the ride, and she proceeded to lift her four children out of the boat one at a time. The whole time cast members were yelling as guests stay in the boat, but the mother ignored them and continued on with what she thought was better for her children. Another guest videoed the whole thing, of course, and it is all over social media. If you want to go find it, have fun. Guests have been banned from the park for doing things like this for obvious reasons, but we don't know what happened to this family. After they got off the ride, they walked around the attraction and then disappeared from sight from other guests. I saw it on TikTok. This is just like happening more and more. You know, because people are seeing other people doing it and they're like, huh, nothing happens to you. So I'm just going to do it, too. No, that's not true. You get banned. Yeah. But what's that? You know, like if you're not, you know, if it's like if you only go once ever, like, what do you care if you get banned? Right. You know, they're not these aren't like hardcore people like us that would be devastated to be banned. You know, like 
these people just don't care. People are so nuts. I hope to see something crazy on our next trip. And we think it, we think it's just here in the United States, and that just shows you it's not. Oh no, no, it's the worst place. I don't even put all the. We'd be doing a story every week. Is Paris really? Really, we're talking about going there next year. They said that they have the most entitled people. That was where the guy brought the pillow and went to sleep on a grassy area. And <laughs> oh my I gosh! I don't even know at all. We've yeah. I don't. If I took the time to do that every week, we would be reading about Paris a lot more. If there was something good, I'd be happy to share. But that stuff, I'm just like, oh, Lord, no, thank you. Well, this past Monday, January 29th, the Magic Kingdom closed early. They did not have happily ever after fireworks, but it was for a good reason. And I know people were wondering and questioning. But if you ask anybody, they will they will tell you this. This is the one time of the year that the House of Mouse closes to um, celebrate their hundreds of or thousands of employees and they do a celebration and they give a handout awards and all kinds of things. And I believe they get to ride rides and stuff. I don't know if they take turns for each other or how that works, because obviously somebody's got to be running stuff. Um, but this is a big celebration for them celebrating all their hard work. That's awesome. If any cast members are listening, thank you guys. You yes. guys make our trips amazing. Yes. I'm very excited. The girls have created lots of bracelets to bring giveaway to cast members when we are there. That's awesome. I cannot wait to go back to Disneyland because I thought, I know Matt had a different experience, but I always thought the cast members were great at Disneyland. Oh, he had, the cast members were fine. It was his security friends. Security? Well, our security people were great. Well, the one that we had with Vicky, and then we actually had one when we were there, when I was there with my family in December, and my daughter had a Kings Island sweatshirt on, which is our local theme park. And he was like, Kings Island, that's clear in Cincinnati. And we're like, yeah, we're from there. Yeah, no, the Disneyland's cast members were awesome. The, the, the Gestapo, as I like to call them, <laughs> they, were, they were something else. <laughs> they're like they're the, the show bad boys bad boys what you gonna do bad boys bad boys what you gonna do what you gonna do when they come for you boys, i think every time i hear that now i think of the wendy's commercial <laughs> bad boy <laughs> i thought you were gonna say a couple weeks ago when my husband put that in the show I was cracking up. I was driving back from dropping Amy off of school and I was cracking up. <laughs> None of you guys commented and Matt was on that show. So I thought he would have said something. I got busy and forgot, but I was going to text you and be like, oh my gosh, I was dying. <laughs> Never a dull moment. Nope. All right. So we're going to move on to a say it ain't so. Say it ain't so, say it ain't so. On November 22nd, a day when a special ticketed party was happening, a 56-year-old man, Robert Romando, entered the Magic Kingdom without having a ticket, according to a newly released Orange County Sheriff's arrest report. I don't know how that's even possible, but okay. Well, we can talk about it when you're done. I'm not saying you should try it. I'm saying how I think it happened. Oh, okay. Well, we we would have released the news earlier, but the sheriff's department just released the information and the deputies tried to remove Mr. Romando, but tensions were high and he was not having it. The deputies continued to try to remove him. Keep in mind that the Disney Christmas parade was happening during the whole altercation and Mr. Romando said his back was hurt. The Disney firefighters made sure that his back was fine, pushed him to the ground and handcuffed him. He was then taken to Orange County Jail, and 
He is charged with trespassing and resisting an officer without violence, which are both misdemeanors. And that was according to the Orange Circuit court records. At the beginning of this month, Mr. Romando pleaded not guilty, but he isn't welcome at the house mouse anymore for good reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of ways he could have done this. You could probably walk in through the exit. That'd be one one thought, you know. Or just kind of like act like you're going up to the turnstile and then just keep walking. Yeah. It's so busy because this was Christmas time. Yeah. It's so busy that he could just walk behind somebody that was checking in and and appear that he scanned himself. Yeah. I'm not saying anybody should try it. You shouldn't. That's illegal. But I'm just saying in those situations, I could see somebody being able to try doing it. I wonder how they caught him because he didn't have the band on. I have no like idea. For the party? I have no idea. I don't think it was a party necessarily. It was just a parade. Mm. Hmm. Crazy. Yes, indeed. Well, just as we said, Disney can change things quickly as they start something. Beginning February 18th, the Festival of the Fantasy Parade will return to two performances a day. One will be at 12 p.m. noon and the second will be at 3 p.m. Like it was previously... Disney Adventures Friends Cavalcade will move from the morning performances to just one performance a day at 5 p.m. We are not sure why the Cavalcade only gets one performance, but that is just the way it is listed for the future. You're better off with two parades and one Cavalcade, in my opinion. I think eventually they'll get rid of the Cavalcades. Yeah. Maybe, but they have three right now. They're at 1030, 11 something and one or whatever. And so now they're going to go back to one. I'm just like, I mean, I can understand when they had three of them, like before, like with COVID. Right. You know, I could get that because they didn't have any parade. Right. But now it's like, come on. They're just driving down the street waving. It's like, waste of gas. <laughs> so this is what uh, Gina let slip earlier great news <laughs> from february 1st to march 1st you will be able to get beignets at the magic kingdom that is correct that's what we said and it's going to be at the golden oak outpost which is what we talked about last week because we were saying what's that thing that had the candied bacon they can put it there and sure enough that's where they're putting it they're listening i'm telling you <laughs> maybe i don't know they're light sweet and fluffy beignets with the strawberry dipping sauce and according to disney they will only be around for this limited time we're hoping this is wrong as we've been telling you over and over the tianis bayou adventure is supposed to have the smell of beignets wafting through it while you ride it um and it just definitely seems wrong for us if to be ride that ride smell all that stuff and then exit and not have that joy to, to taste when we get done and we're wondering if maybe disney's just trying to see how popular the beignets are actually going to be so we'll have to wait and see. And you're right. Maybe they maybe they will have it, especially since the smell, because like, you know, how on Incredicoaster, you smell the cookies through the tunnel and then the, they have the num-num cookies out there. That's smart marketing right there. Yes, it is. This is 100% a test to see the demand. Oh, I bet the demand's going to be high. Yeah, this will make Steph happy. This will make us all happy. It'll make me happy. <laughs> <laughs> I know I can't wait to go to uh, Tiana's place in Disneyland and get beignets this time because it was closed when we were there in August. Yeah. Yeah, it just opened when we were there and it was a zoo. Like I'm going to mobile order. Yeah. <laughs> so Disney World has reduced the restrictions for annual pass holders. Yay! Beginning January 9th, ticket guests didn't have to have, didn't have to make park reservations anymore, but annual pass holders did still have to make reservations. 
Um, annual pass holders cannot visit a park without a park reservation after 2 p.m., excluding visits to Magic Kingdom Park on Saturdays or Sundays, where uh, blackout dates do persist. Disney created good-to-go days for annual pass holders, letting them know that days park reservations are not necessary. The good-to-go days have a calendar marked with the days to make it easier for APs, and APs can enter a theme park without a reservation on a designated good-to-go day for that park after 2 p.m., except for Magic Kingdom on Saturdays and Sundays, before transitioning to another park. To utilize the park hopper benefit, annual pass holders must secure a theme park reservation for their initial park visit and enter that park before moving on to another. So say you are planning on going to Magic Kingdom Epcot, you have to make a reservation for one of those parks and that's the first park that you have to go to is the one that you make the reservation for. While this does seem a bit confusing, we appreciate that Disney is coming up with this system, and hopefully there will be a day when annual pass holders don't have to make a reservation, too. Yeah, this has all got to be coming to an end, because, like, man, like, we want to move down there so bad, but it's like, you move down there and you can't just waltz in whenever you come and go as you please? Like, that would be horrible. So hopefully they'll get back to that, because that's some normalcy I would like to see back. I wish that they, and I can understand why they don't, but I wish for out-of-state annual pass holders, they let you have a payment plan like they do with the Florida residents. Yeah. But I think they do that to keep it like limited because mm. I think then everybody else would get one too if they did it that way. But it would be a nice option. Yeah. For sure. Make it a little cheaper. That'd be a nice option too. <laughs> <laughs> no, they just keep raising it. Yeah, yes, they do. All right, this this week on one of my favorite rides and the Mousecapades and More podcast 2023 ride of the year, the one and only Haunted Mansion was missing something. The guests noticed that the floating golden candelabra was missing, missing from the long, dark, endless hallway. We hadn't heard anything about this, so all we can do is guess. We aren't sure if the candelabra was missing because they're fixing something or if it's missing because they don't want to take the attention off the hatbox ghost who is a recent arrival in a weird weird spot they put him in for whatever reason it isn't it wasn't there and it has caused a lot of concern from guests and hardcore loyalists that rode in their doom buggies we'll let you know if we find out anymore yes yeah, that's buzzing all over the place people got their knickers in a twist <laughs> probably just fixing it you know like probably it's not like oh my god don't look at the hex bot ghosts there's candles <laughs> i thought that was an interesting take on it for sure oh yeah yeah you know people are just like oh, something to complain about it'll be back yes calm down everyone so this came out right before we started recording so i had to add it in and that is something that's not a shock to me and i'm not so sure it'll be a shock to either one of you either and that is that a permit was filed for construction on the starship cruiser It was processed on January 25th by an engineering manager for Disney's Hollywood Studios. The permit is for general construction by Sun State Awning and Graphic Design. If you remember right, Parks Chairman Josh DeMauro said something will happen with the future of the Star Cruiser, but he gave no details. A survey was distributed to select guests among the final voyages, evaluating aspects of the experience and leading to rumors of a resurrection in one form or another. So now we know... Something is coming. We just don't know what. And I I know that I knew that because they didn't close it like they said they were. I mean, there's no excursions going on right now on that. But they didn't talk about just, you know, taking everything out of there and 
an, an awning and graphics design company, that sounds like like a awnings and sign shop. So maybe they're, I mean, they could be taking awnings and sign or like, you know, signage down or they could be changing it. That's what I think. I think they're changing it. Maybe they're going to make it into like a almost like like character dining, but like an all like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like a, which would be great. I think they need to do something with it. I think there's a market there for something. It's just Disney, don't do the high price tag. Mm-hmm. No, they need to do, they need to turn it into another hotel, a deluxe, you know, a theme, yeah. you know, a little more immersed deluxe. I, I'm looking up this, this statewide awnings company and they mostly just do awnings. Interesting. Yeah. Weird. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. You can make your own sign while you're there. Yeah, right? <laughs> hey, that's a dream of mine. You work for their sign company, Disney there Sign. You go. There you, you go. Disney. You need a sign painter. I'm your guy. So there is a Pirates of the Caribbean photo opportunity at Disney Springs. Uh, this new setup themed around the Magic Kingdom attraction was first announced on the Disney Photo Pass and Disney Springs Instagram accounts on January 27th, 2024. The location previously had a Haunted Mansion themed photo opportunity and you can find it in the marketplace at Disney Springs. I need to do that this time because I, I never go by there. I mean, I never go in there and do the picture and I always get the, well I have photo pass on annual pass now but get your cookies and run <laughs> <laughs> I don't need any cookies I want them but I don't need them I understand all right three new members joined the Walt Disney World family at Animal Kingdom three cotton topped tamarins were born yeah, we love tamarins and golden tamarins that's my wife's favorite animal Part of the yep, they are part of the endangered species list. So this was exciting for them for one reason: both mom and dad share the infant responsibilities until they're, until they're about 14 weeks old. Thousands of Disney World fans have enjoyed the pictures of these new additions. Yeah, they're like the smallest, cutest little like monkeys you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. They're all floofy hair. Look up a golden tamarind, you'll be like, oh, I want one. <laughs> Not something you can keep as a pet. <laughs> no, not a pet. I'm not endorsing having exotic animals. <laughs> oh, there's crazy people that would try, though. Yes, there would. I saw the Tiger King. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks to all of our listeners for taking the time to listen to us discuss recent news and rumors. Thank you to Gina and Matt for joining me. We hope that we brought a little magic to your lives this week. Please go to Apple or Podbean and give us a rating or a comment. It really does mean a lot to us. If you're interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or comment, just text us at 636-373-4497. You can check us out on our social media account, The Mousecapades Podcast on Facebook. Be sure to listen to Friday's show. Vicki and Gina will be interviewing Amanda and family about their recent Disney cruise. That's going to be a good one. If you would like a free quote, contact Vicki, Gina, or me, Matt, at 636-373-4497. And as always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears, the Mousecapades and More podcast. Well, everybody, I think it's about that time. Disney love. See you real soon. Hurry back. Have a magical day, my friends. 